Hello, hello everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. My name is Emily. I am one of the Chatterbug tutors and streamers here for English. Um, I'm originally from Canada, also lived in the UK for a while, and currently I am traveling. And right now I am streaming to you from Ecuador. So if you saw one of my dreams maybe last week, I was in Colombia, um, but I am driving south right now. So about two days ago, I crossed the border um, and I haven't had very good uh, 4G connection or Wi-Fi for a few days. Um, but today I am at a campsite where there is Wi-Fi, so I am able to stream to you. So I hope you're doing well. Come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Good to have you here. All right. So today we are going to talk about man's best friend, dogs. So why do people get dogs? Um, what are some of the benefits? They're great for protection, of course, depending on maybe the dog. Uh, they keep you active. So they get you out. They get you out going for a walk. Um, you know, they need to go outside. So if, sometimes if you are feeling a bit lazy or during the pandemic, especially people loved to have their dogs. So they had a reason to go out um, and go for a walk. Um, they can bring you friends. So maybe you've been here before when you've seen a really cute dog at a park um, and you've gone up to someone and asked if you could pet them, ask them about their dog. You might even know more about this person's dog than the human themselves. Um, so it's a good way to maybe strike up a conversation in public and maybe make friends around other people who are dog owners. Um, you can feel less alone. So loneliness is a big problem in our society, um, especially I think as people get older, maybe their kids are moved out or they don't have a family around. Uh, they can be a nice way to um, relieve loneliness and also reduce stress. So uh, even in sometimes uh, certain hospitals or I've seen at some universities during exam time, they bring puppies in um, because it relieves stress for the patients or the students um, to spend some time just kind of cuddling them. Um, it can be a form of therapy. Cool. So those are kind of five of the reasons that I found that people might want to have a dog as a pet. Um, I'd like to know which of those five reasons would be the most important for you. So would it be for protection? Would you want something that is going to uh, be a guard dog? So maybe you have a yard to protect. Um, sometimes you'll see people with those stickers or signs on their house that says, you know, beware of dog. Uh, is it to keep you active? So is it a good way for you to get out for your walk or your run? Uh, maybe you have a dog that likes to go on hikes, so it gets you out there. Um, is it to meet other people? Because it's nice when, um, yeah, different people have dogs, you do meetups. Um, I remember when I was living in London, there were often meetups of specific dog breeds at uh, Hyde Park. So one time I walked by and there was like a hundred Pomeranians um, at this one meetup. So it was really funny to see, and I'm sure the dogs 
and the humans loved it. Um, to be less lonely um, or to de-stress. Cool. So let's see who we have in the chat. Jerry, Tina, Armin, Beards from Mexico, Proxip. Tina doesn't have a pet dog. I don't have a pet dog either. Um, I would like to one day. Um, Fernando from Sao Paulo. And so, yeah, Tina says, my mother is scared of them. Yeah. Actually, one of my friends recently got a dog during the pandemic. Um, and her 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 mom is terrified. Um, her mom is terrified of dogs. So anytime she goes over to their house for lunch or dinner, she cannot bring the dog. Um, and her mom was quite upset when she bought this dog because she thought, you've chosen this animal over me. But, you know, she keeps them separate. So it's okay. All right. So many people saying, yeah, to make friends, it would be nice to have a dog. Yeah. So going to a dog park. Um, also, you could meet up with your other friends with dogs to go for walks. So it's a nice social thing. Um, so tell me, do you have a dog? Yes. One. Yes. More than one. No, I would like one. No, I don't want one or I prefer other types of pets. Maybe you would rather have a cat. That's one of the big alternatives, I think. Um, or maybe a bird or a gerbil or all the other types of animals. Let me know in the chat if you have another type of pet. Okay. And if you don't want one, let me know why as well. Is it because you're allergic? Are you scared of them? Do you not like to have pets in the house? Um, another one of my friends who got a dog during the pandemic, I think many people <laughs> took this opportunity. Um, her parents think it's really strange to have pets. Um, she grew up in India and in India, it's not as common to have a dog living in the house so when she decided to get a dog her parents thought it was kind of weird they're not scared of them but they just didn't quite understand why <laughs> um okay so let's see here so doris has a dog what kind of dog do you have doris fernando has three frenchies very cute frenchies seem to be super popular right now um my friend got a frenchie uh and i was just when I was in Colombia for the last six weeks or so, I saw a lot of Frenchies, a lot of, a lot of little ones. They were really cute. So I think they're super popular dogs at the moment. From the Philippines has three dogs. What kind of dogs do you have, Yetsi? Two that aren't mine, but they come to my house. Maybe that's the ideal. Maybe one of your best friends has a dog. And so it's a way for you to be like, oh, hey, can I take it for a walk? Or maybe you can dog sit. So that's um, when you look after someone's dog for a while, dog sitting. Brazilian parrot, very unique. Is it one of the types of parrots that can speak back to you? Does it repeat after you? And a poodle. Monto said, yeah, so here, I'll put the, the spelling there. Poodle rather than puddle. A puddle is a wet <laughs> area of water that you can step in. So a poodle is the curly haired dog, like my hair, curly. <laughs> okay, cool. So a few of you do have a dog. Some don't want one. So I'm curious to hear from you guys what the reason is why. 
um, maybe it's lifestyle, like I said, maybe um, expense. There's all these different reasons maybe why you don't want a dog. Okay, so today we're going to go through a few kind of fun facts. We'll do a quiz, see how much you know about dogs. Um, some of this was new for me too. So often for my streams, I like to just look up a topic um, that could be fun to research and then share what I find. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's get going. We'll keep going into the history of dogs as pets. So dogs came from gray wolves originally, and these were domesticated. Uh, so that word means that we kind of made them become pets um, by humans in Western Eurasia. Uh, originally, people think that the wolves were attracted to these human camps looking for food. And then some of them decided to start traveling with the humans who were nomadic. So nomadic means that they're moving from place to place without kind of a fixed home. And then after a while, after these wolves were spending more time with humans, getting used to them, becoming friendly, um, there was a natural selection. So part of the evolutionary process for domestication. So the ones who really liked being with humans kept being with humans. Um, and over time, we have the dogs we have today, a great variety. Um, and since the 1990s, the number one breed in the world, the most popular has been a Labrador Retriever. Um, just like you have in the picture there, the Labrador Retriever facing off against, um, actually maybe that's a Golden Retriever, similar, <laughs> um, facing off against the wolves there in the picture. Okay, so now I wanna see how much information you know about dogs. Maybe you'll learn some new vocabulary as well. If at any time you don't know what a word means, um, just ask me in the chat. Okay. So through what part of the body do dogs sweat? So humans, we're often sweating forehead, armpits, ears for dogs, backside, or paws. Which one do you think is where dogs sweat? Okay, cool. So let's see here. So S, S1S has a dog, but doesn't live in the house because she's really big. Yeah, so sometimes maybe it's more of a guard dog. So she just doesn't come in the house. A Labradoodle, those are really cute, Ute has. Tina has two quails as pets. That's very unique. Yeah, they produce those tiny little quail eggs. Um, three Doxies, Raquel, those are very cute. And seven dogs, Juan Miguel, I think you have the record in the stream today. And hello to you, Raymundo. Okay, so what do people think? Are dogs sweating through the armpits, ears, backside, or paws? And okay, most of you have got it right then. So yes, it is the paws. In particular, it's the little pads of their feet. So you know that cute kind of paw print, sometimes you might see it as a design, or if dogs are walking in the mud, you'll see their paw print. It's through these little pads on their paws that they are mostly sweating. However, they have another way to control their temperature as well. They pant, so that's when their tongue is out. 
and they're breathing heavily. Um, so those are kind of the two main ways that they will control their body temperature. And sometimes, I mean, I feel kind of bad for some of the dogs I've seen in some of these very hot places. I've seen huskies, you know, in 35, 40 degrees at the beach. And I just wonder how, I mean, they do have ways to cool off. I think they also shed some of their fur when they're in warmer places. Um, so shedding is, yeah, like losing fur and maybe they have a way to cool down. But I think it's got to be hard for some of these dogs in tropical places when they're very fluffy. Okay, true or false, dogs can only see in black and white. So of course for humans, we see most, you know, we can see the rainbow of colors. Some people might have color blindness, so they think they're seeing one color and they see something else. Um, what do you think? Is it true or false? Dogs only see in black and white. All right, and most of you got this one correct as well. Good job. So false, they do see multiple colors. It's just that their spectrum or the range of colors is different from ours. So in the picture, um, in the slide here, you'll see it's a lot more like blues and yellows, um, sort of orangey colors. So they do see colors, it's just different from us. Like on the left in the picture here, we see the spectrum of the rainbow, the Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, right, green, blue, indigo, violet, there we go. <laughs> That's the um, rainbow that we see. All right. So Queen Elizabeth II recently passed away and she was famous for one particular type of dog breed. What was it? Um, so if you ever visit England and you go to one of the palaces in the gift shops, they would always sell little, little stuffed animals of these. So is it a corgi? Is it a Basenji, a Rottweiler, or a Pomeranian? What do you think? What was it that Queen Elizabeth II had? And I think since she passed, um, they've gone to, I think, one of her uncles or something who also really liked dogs so they are taken care of um, but through her life she had many um, and a question in the chat what is the meaning of breed so breed is just another word for type so different dog breeds are yeah, corgi labradors uh, chihuahuas it's a type you can talk about breeds of cats too you'd have siamese cats uh, tabby cats I don't know, I can't think of anything else right now. Um, yeah, so just me, it's another word for type when you're talking about animals. Cool, and most of you have got this correct too. Yes, um, the queen was famous for having corgis. So these are these cute kind of stubby uh, or short um, little dogs that are quite stocky too. So stocky meaning they're kind of um, strong build with big ears um, and she had them since 1933 when her father King George VI brought them home for his two daughters um, Elizabeth and Margaret and so she owned many many corgis during her life and that's why if you would go to 
England and visit the palaces, the gift shops, they would always have little stuffed corgis um, that you could buy as a souvenir. Okay, so corgis are pretty small, but there's an even smaller dog. So what is the smallest dog breed in the world? Is it the Dachshund? So those are what we would also call wiener dog in um, North America. In the UK, they would call them sausage dog because they're the very stretched out dogs that kind of look like a sausage. A shih tzu, so those are small kind of fluffy dogs. Pomeranian are the very, very puffy dogs. Or chihuahua. So Chihuahua, the big ears. Um, some of them are short-haired, some of them are long-haired. What do you think? Okay, yes, and I'd say the vast, vast majority of you are getting this right. So of course it is the Chihuahua. Um, the teacup chihuahua, I think, would be the one that would be called the tiniest. They can be six to nine inches in length, so really, really small, six about six pounds, and they're really rooted in Mexico. So um, I think there was some, when I was Googling about them, there's some signs they might have had a similar dog in China as well, but really the chihuahua as we know it comes from Mexico. And they're very alert, confident, and self-reliant dogs. Um, they also get very obsessed with their owners. Uh, one of my aunts had a Chihuahua Dachshund mix and they really kind of choose one person that they love. And uh, if anyone goes near them or um, if they leave the room, they get very stressed out. So I think this is a characteristic of a Chihuahua that they become really, really loyal and obsessed with one person. Um, so my cousin was kind of upset by this because of course that was her mom that the dog really loved and not her as much. But um, yeah, that's the part of characteristics of different dogs. Okay, this is a unique one. So which dog has a black tongue? Their tongue is black. Is it a husky, a poodle? Uh, Weimaraner, I think it's a German name, um, or a Chow Chow. So the Huskies are those guys you often see in the snow, the poodle with the curly fur. The Weimaraner, I'm not actually sure what it looks like, that one. Hmm. Or is it a Chow Chow, the big puffy dog? That's also very large. So the the Pomeranian's the poofy, but small one, and this one's poofy, but huge. And most of you've got this one right too. So yes, it's the Chow Chow. Here's a picture of one with its black tongue. Um, so it's a very muscular, powerful, uh, strong, big dog of Chinese origin. And he looks a bit similar to a lion with um, the orangish color and almost a mane around where his ears are. Um, and there is actually another dog with a black tongue, which is also Chinese, called the Sharpei. Um, but in the list of options there, it was just the Chow Chow. So there are two dogs that have a black tongue like this. Uh, okay, and Fernando had a Chow Chow years ago. What was it? What was it like as a pet? Was it a good one? Um, did you like? What was the character like for the dog? Are they very protective or very cuddly? 
I don't really know how much too much about them. Used to shave it like a lion. Awesome. I would do the same, I think, Fernando. <laughs> May as well have fun. <laughs> um, okay, so which dog breed? So remember, breed is which dog type. Coat or fur. So their coat is another way to say their fur. Has a texture, which is similar to human hair. So something that you would need to brush almost like human hair. Is it a Brussels griffin, a Yorkshire terrier, a poodle, or a fox terrier? What do you think needs to be brushed in the same way that human hair does? Even though, to be honest, I don't brush my hair that much because it's curly. So if I brush it, then it goes poof. But sometimes I brush it when it's wet. Um, but yeah, not when it's dry. I'm a little bit, yeah, it would go very crazy. Um, okay, let's see. Give you guys a moment. And yes, most of you have got it right, the Yorkshire Terrier. So let's see a picture of the Yorkshire Terrier. Here they are. Um, these are another type of dog which come in a very, very small size. So you can get something called a teacup Yorkie, Yorkie for short, and those would be like really small. But a normal sized Yorkshire Terrier, I guess, is around, around this big. Um, but as you can see in the picture, the hair, the coat, uh, the fur is very long and flowing. So it needs to actually be brushed regularly with almost a similar brush to humans. Otherwise, they will get knots, just like if you had straight hair, <laughs> it would get knots as well if you're not brushing it regularly. Um, so that's a Yorkie. Next question, true or false, Dalmatians are born with spots. So these are the dogs that you see in 101 Dalmatians, um, the white with black spots. Do you think that they're born this way or do you think that it happens later? That's pretty even. Okay, that's just about 50-50. Now, now true is winning, but in this case, it is actually false. So spots, so I'll show you on the next page, S1S. So spots are like you see in this picture. Another way to say it is like polka dots, um, spots or dots. Um, so they are actually born completely white. So when they are puppies, they are totally white. And over time, their spots will come. And so these are a really nice dog who are super active. So if you aren't gonna be able to take them out for walks, um, going out for a run, then maybe not the dog for you. And they really thrive on human companionship. So also probably needs to have someone who's maybe working from home sometimes, or at least yeah, someone who's at home a good amount of time. They probably wouldn't be happy to be left locked in an apartment all day. And so that's what spots are, like you see in the picture, S1S. Okay. Um, next question. Puppies are delivered how many weeks after conception? So conception is when the pregnancy starts. And so this is called the gestation period or the pregnancy period. So how long is gestation for a puppy? And these are in weeks. 
So is it 36 weeks, 22, nine or four? Of course, this is gonna be less than humans. They're much smaller than us. Usually gestation period kind of ties into the size of the animal. So I think like an elephant is like two years or something. I can't remember exactly, but longer than humans at nine months, of course. All right. And yes, most of you've got it right. So it's nine weeks. So puppies will generally be born nine weeks after conception. So after the pregnancy begins. Okay, a few more, a few more questions and then I'm gonna give you some more facts. We're gonna talk about how people choose which dog to get, what to consider. Um, so question here is what is a dog's most highly developed sense? Is it taste? smell, sight, or touch? What is a dog's most highly developed sense? And then the only one missing off here, of course, is hearing the five senses. So they do have the same five senses as us dogs, but one of them is particularly strong. And 100% of you got this right. <laughs> so good job. Yes, it is the sense of smell. So it's about 40 times better than humans' sense of smell. Um, it's pretty incredible. They're able to sniff out people, um, drugs. You know, you see drug dogs at the airport or train stations, money, um, even medical problems. I've, I remember seeing um, a show about someone who had a support dog that knew when um, his owner was about to have a seizure. Uh, and so he could kind of tell the signs um, and maybe smell something, I don't know, smell something that changed in her chemistry when she was about to have a seizure. And so he would get her to go and sit down so that she um, wouldn't hurt herself. So. I think dogs are being trained to do all sorts of amazing things now. Um, and they also are able to sniff at the same time as breathing, little fun fact. So um, yeah, whether it's, you know, just for their hunting. So if it's a hunting type of dog, they might be able to smell really far away um, to see where that rabbit is or whatever they're trying to catch. Um, but yeah, they are being trained to help with medical um, police situations and all sorts, all sorts. So certainly man's best friend. And okay, one more question here and then we'll go on to some more facts. So what is the most common training command taught to dogs? So a command is, you know, stay up, sit, dance. <laughs> what would you um, think is the most common training command taught to dogs. I think it can be quite tough to train dogs um, depending on the breed. You know, some of them might be, some of them might, might be more intelligent, <laughs> might have a bit of a bigger brain than the other ones. Some of them might be just more independent and uh, you don't really want to listen. So I think you got to, if you get a puppy, you got to start right away and, um, even maybe get a professional trainer. So my 
yeah, again, like my friends who had dogs during the pandemic, maybe they weren't able to take them to a trainer. It was their first time having a dog. And so now a couple of years later, there's some like behavioral issues because they didn't quite train them properly when they were puppies. So I think it's a big thing. I've never had a dog actually, but um, I think if I did, I would be tempted to maybe take them to a professional dog trainer when they were little to make sure that everything is sort of, uh, yeah, sort of good to go. Almost like taking them to school so they can learn, um, learn all the basic things. Of course I would try to, but I don't know. I think a well-trained dog is is uh, really nice to have. Okay, and that's right, all of you, most of you got sit, um, and then someone else said stay, which I think is another big one that people um, teach their dog. But sit seems to be the one that most people will start with, give them a treat, and then the dog uh, learns that. So how do you choose a dog? Um, Many of you in the chat have dogs. You've chosen maybe specific breeds. So I'm curious to know how did you choose? Um, what was the reason behind that? Is it just because they're cute? They kind of fit your personality? Um, is it that maybe you knew someone who had some puppies and you said, yeah, I'd love to have one? Um, what was the reason behind how you chose? Um, here's a few of the things that I found online. Um, as I said, I, I don't have a dog myself. I would like one in the future, but um, these are some things to consider. So you want a dog that fits in your life and your home. Um, it suits your living space. So, you know, do you have an apartment or do you have a house with a yard? Um, does it fit your personality? So is it a very high energy dog? Are you also a high energy person? Or is it more of like a cuddly low energy dog, you want, you just kind of want a cuddle buddy um, when you're watching your Netflix. Um, and does it match your budget? So uh, sometimes if you get a purebred dog, which is kind of like the, you know, you can see the lineage of their parents and it's 100% a certain breed. Um, those are very expensive upfront. They can be a few thousand dollars or more. And then um, the vet care could also be more expensive. If you get a larger dog, they might um, need to eat a lot more food. Um, smaller dog, maybe it's less food, but they might have other problems. So I know sometimes when you get a purebred dog, it might be more more um, chances of, I think you can have like some like breaking bones easily, certain breeds, or there's things that can go wrong, right? So you wanna check that um, you're gonna be able to take care of this animal for its life. Um, keep it safe and healthy, um, provide all the care that's needed. So these are some of the considerations, um, space, personality, budget. Um, another example would be, um, you know, it's uh, one thing I read online was that Great Danes, you know, they're huge, huge dogs. They're almost the size of a small pony or a small horse, but actually they're super lazy. And they are so happy to just hang out around an apartment. Um, they don't need a lot of room to run around. I guess they're very large, but they conserve their energy. So they would be a good dog for an apartment, strangely enough. Whereas the corgi, like the dog that uh, Queen Elizabeth II had, they are herding animals. So herding is like when there's sheep or something, you know, and the dogs are trying to get them in one place. 
And so if this, um, yeah, if this herding dog is stuck in the apartment, they might get really frustrated. They want to be running around. Um, so you might need to have some outdoor space if you have a certain type of dog that is a herding breed. Okay. That's an interesting point in the chat, Pascal saying, you can also just leave them alone. <laughs> don't bother um, teaching them all sorts of things. I wouldn't like to sit if I don't want to. Fair enough. So you would like to have a different relationship with your dog rather than being kind of the one in charge. And Eva says, yeah, it can be very expensive to have a dog trainer could be 200 to a thousand dollars per month depending on their size yeah I bet so I'm, I guess probably it's the type of thing where maybe you would only need to take them to a trainer for a few months and I guess it depends on which country you live in which city for how much it would cost but depending on the breed it could be worth it um, I guess from from uh, yeah, the, my friend's example, she got an Aussie Shepherd dog, which is one of those herding breeds with lots of energy. And now they're taking her to a trainer, but she's already two years old. So maybe it would have been easier and faster if they took her at the beginning. I don't know. I don't have dogs, but it's a guess. Um, cool. So those are some points about choosing a dog. Okay, so as I said, I don't have a dog, but right now... I am traveling um, in a camper van. Um, and so I thought I would look up, you know, what would be a good van life dog? So van life is when you are living and traveling in a camper van. Um, we have met people who have dogs along the way who are doing this trip. One of the things is that um, you can't often bring them into national parks, not all restaurants. Um, it can be difficult to control the temperature. So there's some reasons why it would be difficult to have a dog, but even crossing all these borders, all you have to do is get a, vet a veterinary certificate before you cross the border. And then the pet kind of gets sort of a visa or an allowance to come to the country too. So we have met many people on this trip who have dogs. So I was thinking what would make the best, the best dogs for this sort of trip. And this is what I found. So Dalmatians, we talked about before, apparently they are very resistant to extreme temperatures. So very hot or very cold. So even though you're traveling around different places, they can adapt. Um, they're very easy to train, apparently. They're friendly with lots of energy and affection. And so they would probably like the lifestyle of traveling around in a camper van. The next one I found was a Jack Russell Terrier. So they're more compact, so it might be easier to fit them in the van. Um, they'll use less food and water. They're a very adventurous type of breed. They'll love to go on hikes with you and go check out new places. And they're pretty fearless. So maybe coming and meeting dogs um, along the way in Mexico, Colombia, Argentina, they're meeting all these new dogs. They're fearless. Um, the Chihuahua, very small. So again, that compact size could be good for the van. They're also high energy um, and they're protective. So even though they're little, that little bark might scare people away if you want some extra protection in your vehicle. A border collie is one of the most intelligent dogs. Um, 
And I think they're highly adaptable as well. So they might kind of like the changing routine of traveling around and being in new places all the time. Next, the German Shepherd is probably the best one for being protective. Uh, German Shepherds are used often with police forces, so they can definitely um, be more of a protective dog. They're very smart as well and cuddly. So if you want to, you're going to some colder places, they can come and cuddle you too. And Labrador Retrievers. So these are the most friendly dogs probably of the bunch. They're a popular uh, family dog. They can get attached and protective, um, but they really like outdoor tasks. So again, if you're doing like a camper van trip, going on hikes, going to lakes, they're going to love being outdoors. And so Kira thinks, yeah, the German Shepherd could be the best for camp travel. Totally. Um, there's someone I follow on uh, Instagram and YouTube who has, I don't think it's a German Shepherd. I think it's another type of Shepherd, but similar. It's called, she's called Eva Zubek. Um, and she's doing the same trip as me right now. Um, let me give you her handle. She's, it's pretty cool to uh, see what she's up to. But she she's traveling on her own in a Land Rover Defender. And she has a dog that's similar to traveling. Along with the dog. There you go. Have a look at her. Um, she's a cool one to see that sort of adventure travel. Um, awesome. So yeah, what would I choose? I don't know. I've always really liked Jack Russell Terriers when I was younger. One of my dad's friends was a breeder. So I think I would maybe like them out of that list. But um as we'll see on the next slide, there's so many things to think about. So I don't know if I would want to have a dog yet. Um, there's all sorts of things you need to do. You need to keep them comfortable. You know, you need to have a space for them. Um, you know, that's just for them really, uh, like their bed area that they can kind of go and retreat to. Um, you can't leave them alone for too long. Of course, it's okay for a little bit, especially if you have a fan and water and food, but uh, if people see a dog alone in a car, sometimes they might call the police or they might break a window to get the dog out because maybe they don't know that you have a fan or air conditioner on for the dog. Um, so you're going to need to do like regular bathroom breaks. As I said, have a fan or air conditioning, blankets for cold weather. So there's a lot to think about. Um, finding dog-friendly places. So along the way, while I've been traveling, Many of the national parks say that you cannot have a pet, even in the vehicle. So even if you're going somewhere and parking and going for a hike, so that's going to change what you're able to do along the way. Um, but I think it is, you know, it's a nice, it would be really nice many times, I think, to have the dog on the long drive, drive days, have it on your lap. Um, when you can take it on a hike, I think it'd be really fun. So you just have to decide. Um, I think for some people, you know, if they wanted to do a trip like I'm doing now and they already had a dog, well, it's part of the family now. So they would just, uh, they would just make it work, I guess. Um, and then Pascal, yeah. So including them um, in our activities rather than two. Yeah, Pascal. So including them in our activities. 
Um, totally. Yeah. So you would have to try to make a plan and maybe look, look up information about the different parks to see if they're pet friendly. Um, saying that, I've noticed during the trip that many restaurants um, are pet friendly. I think it's becoming more of a thing as long as the pet is well behaved. I even went to a shopping mall um, in Medellin in Colombia and it was full of dogs. Um, everyone was with their dog walking it like through Zara and through the, the food court in the mall. It was kind of weird for me because I don't think in Canada you would see that so much. But yeah, dogs. I think are becoming more welcomed in more spaces, except still the national parks, especially if there's uh, local wildlife. So something to consider. Okay, and now just a few fun facts to end off on. So do you think a dog could beat a cheetah? Um, the cheetah is the fastest land animal, but the fastest dog is the greyhound. So the greyhound um, can go 45 miles per hour within 70 seconds of running, within seconds of running, sorry. Um, so that's about 60 kilometers, I think. Let me just see. Uh, yeah, so it says about 72 kilometers per hour is how fast a greyhound can go. Super fast, almost a highway speed. Cheetahs can go 70 miles per hour, but for 30 seconds. So the greyhound, has more endurance they can go for longer um, so the greyhound can go 35 miles per hour which i think is about 50 kilometers but for seven miles or 11 kilometers so although the cheetah would go out front right away um, the greyhound would quite quickly after that first minute or so catch up and pass the cheetah that's pretty amazing. So that's greyhounds are the ones which are used for dog races um, and things like that. But pretty incredible how fast they can go and for how long. Some more fun facts, left pod or right pod. Um, so pets and dogs, just like humans, do have a preferred paw. So if you want to figure out which one is the preferred paw, which one will they go with first, you could test with a game or by giving them some toy and see which paw they go with first. They have strong hearing, so we already know they have very strong smell, but their hearing, they hear at different frequencies than us. So very high pitched sounds, they will be able to hear also further away. Um, so sometimes their ears might perk up and you're like, you know, what, what is, what's going on? What's going on? What did you hear? But they can hear further away and higher frequencies. Um, and there's 18 muscles controlling those ears. Um, so that's pretty cool. And finally, they are intelligent. So they are on par or equal to about a two-year-old human in terms of being able to understand a hundred words and gestures. And so they're great for not just companionship, but for the military, for medical assistance, all sorts. So that is it for dogs today. Let me know in the chat if you have anything else to share. If you want to let me know something maybe about your dog, let me see if I've missed any comments in the chat. So S1S is saying, why have a dog trainer if we can do it ourselves for free? I agree. I think probably there's a lot of resources on YouTube and things like that 
for particular breeds. So probably I would start there. But if I wasn't doing very well, maybe I would go to a professional. Um, if there was like one issue you're having with a behavior or something like that. But I think I agree. There's a lot of resources out there to try to do it ourselves. And so Armin commenting on how humans can be much, much meaner than dogs, I guess. So the dog will not forget that bite of bread or you feeding them, even if you're mean to them. Um, but sometimes people will fight you for the smallest things. And Eva, another thought about traveling with a dog. Um, if there's an emergency issue, you need to find a vet immediately. Absolutely. So um, I use an app when I'm traveling called iOverlander. Uh, I'll put it in the chat here. And there you can actually look for vets on there. So other travelers have noted when they've used a vet. So there'll be kind of comments and reviews. Um, so that way you can maybe go and find a vet that other people have recommended. I think also now there's online vets available. I've seen a few people post about this too. So as long as it's not an emergency situation, if there's just maybe something wrong, you can get uh, a consultation maybe by video and then they will tell you um, the closest vet to go to. But in most countries we've been to, I mean, people have pets here too. So it might not be your vet, but as long as you have good documentation and maybe you can get some reviews, then I think, uh, yeah, it's no problem finding vets along the way. And Kira says, my dogs can search, find people in forests. Awesome. So they, yeah, using their strong sense of smell. Cool. All right, so yeah, we went through a lot today, some quiz questions talking about the history of dogs as pets, how you might choose one. I talked about my particular situation, traveling and being in a van, maybe how could I choose which dog to get. Um, I hope you learned some new vocabulary today, some fun facts, um, and yeah, that's it for today. So I will have another stream after this in a bit if you would like to join, otherwise I will see you again soon. So have a good afternoon. Bye.